Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Ryan and Russ Show. On today's episode, the Mountaineers lose a close one in Manhattan, but have a quick turnaround in Stillwater tonight as they take on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. All ahead on the Ryan and Russ Show. And we welcome you back to your source for West Virginia sports. I'm Rambling Rush. He's Moneyline Mac. We are the Ryan and Rush Show, and we're getting right into it. Ryan, heartbreaker in Manhattan on uh, New Year's Eve. I had to I had to shave the beard after that one, right? New Year's, had to leave that loss behind back in 2022. It is 2023. We take on Oklahoma State Cowboys tonight. We'll go over that game here in a bit. But Ryan, just your initial thoughts from, from New Year's Eve and, and that loss in Manhattan in overtime. Yeah, no, tough one. And uh, first off, Happy New Year to uh, you, Rush, and everybody in Mountaineer Nation. Tough one, man. Whenever you lead a game for 30-plus minutes and you give it away at the end on the road, I mean, we touched on it in our preview. It's so hard to win on the road in this league, and when you can control a game from start to almost finish and not come away with the road win, it is a little bit deflating. But you got to get back up off the mat and uh, figure out a way to get one done in Stillwater tonight. I mean, I tweeted out right after the game. You, it's it's already it's already hard enough to win on the road in this league. But when you miss twenty free throws and you turn the ball over twenty times, you make your job even harder. And you, you, the margin of error is just not there. So we got to clean that up. And I think uh, there's a good spot here to uh, bounce back tonight. I think after last year's team and now this year's team with last year's team losing so many of those types of games that we just saw um a couple days ago yes right and then that fashion the way it's done as you said we missed 18 free throws right we turned the ball over i think it was around 20 times like eight nine more times than kansas state did i mean you and i definitely like this locker room a lot better i like this team a lot better but there's just you can't be losing those close games. And as we hold on to this, like, okay, we don't want to get caught in the same trap. Oh, we don't want to get caught in the same funk. You know, it does get frustrating. It's like, I make the joke, right? You shave the beard after the game to cleanse that, but it is true. It's like, we need to distance ourselves from those types of games moving forward. But now here's what separates us from, or can separate us, of course, from last year's team to this year's team, right? Is we also, one, we know how, the gauntlet of the Big 12 is. We've talked about it. You can go 7-11 and 11 and still make it to the NCAA tournament. Obviously, I would like to have a winning record. Obviously, I'd like to win more than seven games in the Big 12. But we at least know that we're still in that range. But part two of this is we have to go in here guns blazing tonight, right? Is we can't let one loss become two. And then we have Kansas and Baylor coming up. That turns to three and four. So it's just nipping this in the bud right away is like I said, you know, keeping this in 2022 and Hey, this is a fresh new year. We know we're a better team than this. And we go out and still water tonight where we still have a sort of advantage in the sense, the students aren't back. It's not as crazy still waters we've seen in the past. And we go out and we try to win this thing. Yeah, no, you mentioned it. Like we went zero and nine last year on the road. And I mean, you think of the games that we blew down the stretch at K state last year and at Iowa state, um and uh and at Oklahoma we just we had leads in games that we just couldn't hold on so it'd be nice to get one to get the monkey off the back and kind of breathe a little bit because I mean I'm sure in that locker room right now everybody in the back of their mind is like man we went 0-9 last year on the road we just blew a double digit lead we were up 13 to 1 to start the game that's a deflating loss but I think the best thing that's 
can happen is you play on Monday after Saturday night. Quick turn. Over the years under hugs, uh, these one-day preps have been really good to the Mountaineers. I mean, they've, they're winning close to 70% of the games outright against in-league play and again and in uh, the NCAA tournament format. So, And I think the reason is, is because you simplify the game plan and you rely more on your defensive principles, and it's a unique style of play playing against a hugs team. So it doesn't give your opponent multiple days to prepare and scheme up uh, – a way to attack Huggs' defense. Absolutely. And I think when you have a coach, the Hall of Famer, Bob Huggins himself, and has these short days, I mean, you know, maybe a short day for the players. They're not used to this turnaround, but it's definitely not his first rodeo. So if there is a guy to simplify it, if there's a guy to, you know, coach his way to victory in a 48-hour turnaround, especially over the holiday season, it is someone like Bob Huggins to do that. No doubt. So uh, before we move in, um, Oklahoma State, our opponent tonight, Um, They had a hell of a game against Kansas on Saturday. They lost by two points. They were up 15 at halftime. Uh, Some would say, and I think, Ryan, you are one of these people, that Oklahoma State should have won this game. It's kind of funny how the whistles can go uh, in the fog. But another advantage is, you know, we we went to overtime and played a, you know, tough game on Saturday as well. But so did Oklahoma State. Yeah, no, honestly, the games were kind of mirror images of one another where Oklahoma State led the game for 36, 37, 38 minutes and then just gave it away to Kansas. I mean, everybody knows how hard it is to win in that building, the fog. And then obviously at the end, that that's a joke. That's a foul. I don't but we don't need to go down that rabbit hole. We've all seen it. Uh, guys guarding each other out of bounds in that building. Seems oh, to always geez. go Kansas's way. But hey, uh, you know what? They, uh, they make their own luck, I guess. But, no, I mean, this Oklahoma State team's getting better and better. They do this every year under Mike Boyan where they lose a bye game early. They slowly get better, and by league play, they're playing their best basketball. Usually it comes in February, but I think they're playing arguably their best basketball already because um, they were they were beyond impressive in the fog the other day. They were the more athletic team. They were the aggressor. They made shots. I mean, they made 13 threes. They had not shown that going into the game, so – we're going to have our hands full tonight. It's a fast and athletic Cowboy team. Absolutely. So West Virginia goes into this game tonight, uh, three-point favorite. Excuse me, three-point underdogs. Uh, Oklahoma State is the three-point favorite. Um, our history with Oklahoma State, right, was we split with them last year. Uh, we won the one in Morgantown. We lost to the one in Stillwater. The year before that, and this is, I feel like, was the most frustrating time, is when uh, Hugs was going for, what, win number 900, he they lost that close one here in Morgantown the last game of the season and then lost that the the opener of the Big 12 and it took against Moorhead State to get that 900th win. So this is this is a team we at least it seems like we always split with and these are always, you know, good, close, competitive, athletic mirror like games to each other, but Oklahoma State is is as we talked about it Ryan is probably when we talked about with Ethan Bach um, kind of in the lower point, we said if there are two teams not to make it this year from the Big 12, it would be Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. So definitely the short turnaround where that favors Huggins, kind of get this Kansas State uh, you know, loss off our backs, go one and one in this road trip, and then hopefully beat them again in Morgantown. I feel like this is a team that you have to capitalize on, especially with just how crazy the Big 12. I mean, we've talked about it. This this is an insane conference, and we 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 have to show something tonight. Yeah, no, and if we're going to get to the dance, 
We're going to need to protect home court, have a winning record at home. Obviously, that's number one. Everybody knows mm-hmm. that the Coliseum is a great home court. Go six and three, maybe, and then steal a game or two on the road. This is a great spot to go in and steal road game because you mentioned it. The students aren't back. Um, Oklahoma State, they're they're in the bottom tier of the league, although they are good. I mean, they're in the top 50 in the net. Ken Palm, I mean, it's still another quality opponent, yeah. just like Kansas State, but it, you got to get one or two of these. I mean, you got to get one or two quality road wins. So, I mean, it, it's definitely an easier spot than trying to go to the Fog and win or going to Texas and win or Lubbock. So, it's uh, yeah, no, this is a pivotal game tonight. It's not a must win in terms of absolute desperate spot, but this is a – it's a big game. We, we need to find a way to get this one tonight. Kind of treading in that can't lose territory. You know, it's, yeah. I, I agree. It's still early, but we know who we have on deck. We know who we have to face all season. So you got to win these. Yeah. But of course, it's our job to look ahead, Ryan, as we talked about. They need to take it one game at a time. And uh, a good way to start the week would be Oklahoma State tonight, especially with Kansas ahead on Saturday. So, Ryan, going into this Oklahoma State team is, you know, we know they're competitive. We know that they're good. Like you said, it's almost they put in their game plans like they intentionally lose a bye game to give themselves that that motivation. But we know that they're they're a deep um, team. They go about eight, sometimes nine. Um, we know that they're very athletic. So what what else have you seen in this Oklahoma State team? Yeah, no, they are arguably the fastest team in transition in the league. And they have been like that under Mike Boyden. Um, obviously, a couple of years ago, they had the number one pick in the draft with Kate Cunningham. And they played a little bit different that year. They're more like they've been in the past in terms of a bunch of 6'3", 6'4", to 6'6", guys that they can mix defenses and just play extremely fast. Avery Anderson is their best player. And a couple of years ago at the Coliseum, when Cade Cunningham sat out, he had his career night, the game that you touched on where Hugs was going for 900 wins and we couldn't get it done on senior day. Anderson, Thompson, those guys have hurt us in the past, uh, as well as the Boone um Caleb Boone that is and it's just I mean we went there last year and we did a bad job of turning over the ball and taking bad shots and it was just a jailbreak at the other end the whole second half and they blew us right out of the gym um when we went to Stillwater last year so it's it's the same game plan I mean you gotta you gotta keep them out of transition because they are fast and athletic and Kansas did a bad job in the first half and they were getting ready to get blown out by these Cowboys on Saturday I know you have your keys to victory, and we'll get to that in a second, mm-hmm. but definitely this seems like one of those games where I guess that first big mistake or those first couple big mistakes, whatever team commits that, the team that's less less disciplined will lose this game. I think this is a great game, especially with that turnaround right that we keep talking about, is to go back to the fundamentals, to go back to that Bob Huggins style of basketball, to get back to really just settling in on defense, you know, picking up your man, guarding, and then, you know, making that extra pass on offense, really, you know, spreading the ball out and and not forcing it and really playing that good fundamental basketball. I really think that's what, you know, getting, you know, your the team right, getting your mind right, getting the players' minds right is, you know, I think if that's done and disciplined basketball is played tonight, I think good things will happen for the Mountaineers. Yeah, no, I agree, Rush. And I uh, got a buddy on the Oklahoma State staff as well, just from being in the league all these years. And I know what they're saying. They're saying the Mountaineers turned the ball over 20 times against Kansas State. K-State doesn't really press. If we uh, 
Sure, two two one back to a two three zone. Uh, they'll go one two two with a little bit of a diamond look. We can turn over the Mountaineers and get some easy ones and get the crowd into it and uh, speed up this game. So I, you're right. We, we got to value the basketball tonight because they they are going to press. They're going to junk up the game. That's what they've done under Mike Boyd. And Mike Boyd does as good a job at getting his team to play hard for him. Even in a year last year where they weren't eligible for the tournament, they still played their asses off for him. No, they, they, they did. They were, they were a tough team last year. Like I said, they, they did yeah. not let that season just go lightly. They still played like, Hey, we have something to gain, which we're right. also to all yeah. be fair is that they shouldn't have been suspended last year. We saw what Kansas no did and we saw their little, this bill self self-imposed four game suspension um, there. Yeah. So, but they still played. they play for this guy. It's, it's a good team. This is another one of those yeah. good kind of as we talked about with, with Ethan Bach, those upper tier three, just who's going to break out of this tier three, who's going to have that chance to go to the sweet 16. And I think us Kansas state and Oklahoma state kind of all us playing those two teams and, you know, right away is a great litmus. It's a great way to see, Hey, how do we stack up in the big 12? And I think we both agree. I mean, we're optimistic. We stack up well in the big 12, but you know, going back to the whole, you make a couple more free throws. The game doesn't go to overtime. You know, you turn the ball over one you know, a few more times and, you know, we're good. So let's tonight's night to step it up. Can't let, you know, a couple losses, you know, one loss become a couple. So anyway, Ryan, let's get your keys to victory tonight for the Mountaineers. Yeah. Number one transition defense, uh, touch on it in, uh, our preview or, uh, kind of the look ahead for Oklahoma state. And I mean, they're fast, multiple guys running transition. They run multiple sets out of their transition. So you can, it's clear you're going to – watching the TV tonight, you're going to say, man, these guys really like to run. Man, they're fast. Um, number two, it, to keep them out of transition, you got to be able to take good shots and take care of the ball because if you – like last year, if you turn the ball over, live ball turnovers, as they say, and pick sixes in a football term there, it'll just lead to an alley-oop dunk layup and the crowd's into it and it can get away from you. Uh, take good shots as well. And last but not least, stay together, man. Uh, coming off a tough, heartbreaking loss. Uh, this is a uh, not not a desperate spot, but it's a spot where, hey, man, we got to come together, play harder, longer. It's a forty minute game. Find a way to get a big road win. Come home and get ready for Kansas at one and one in a Big Twelve play. There we go, and we know the Coliseum will be rocking for that Kansas game. It's coming up this yep. Saturday. Um, well, there you have it. Uh, we got Ryan and Rush episodes coming out all this week. Uh, don't forget the good old Penguins Bruins to, uh, today at 2 o'clock in good old Fenway Park. Interesting game there. The Fenway Group now owns the Penguins, but obviously they own Fenway Park in Boston. So I think the Fenway Group is just making money regardless of the results of this game. So we'll talk about the the Penguins coming up. Um, obviously, Steelers got a big win tonight. Big big week for Pittsburgh and, and West Virginia sports, and the Ryan and Russ show will be here all for it. So Happy New Year, everyone. We love you. And uh, 2023, go Mountaineers. Go Mountaineers. Love you.